Is this mic on? Good to go? And we've kicked off. This is Podcast Play On at Podcast Play On Beer Rep and Band. I'm myself, Ben English. What's going on? Ash is back in the building. How you been, man? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, How was the stag do? <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. Um, my, my boy got off quite lightly. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we was able to make it back because we was in Denmark and the cases kind of went up like tenfold as soon as we left. So it's nice to be back safely. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, good to have you. And, you know, they may have run out of football. Uh, sorry, might have run out of toilet paper, run out of pasta. <laughs> Football's uh, come to a standstill, but we're still giving you quality content. Come on. We've got a special guest today. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, hello, boys. Dan Potts here from Essex, Massive Gooner. Uh, part of the same old Arsenal podcast and Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Pleasure to be here, boys, Ash, Ben yeah. and Carl. Thank you, man. And um, what are your socials so people can check you out? Because I know you're putting out some really good content for Arsenal fans and just football football fans in general. Yeah, cheers, man. I'm on Twitter, at DanArsenal87. Also, same old Arsenal is uh, at same old AFC. Uh, and we're live on YouTube every Monday night at 7pm. So mm. please come and check us out. Yeah, and you, sure do, you and you do your personal preview as well. Tell us a bit about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I do a pots preview where I get basically all the preview shows for Arsenal, whoever they're playing. I get an opposition fan guest on. Uh, normally a Wednesday or Thursday, but that'll mm. be up on Twitter and social media as well. So mm. please make sure you come and check it out. Yeah, dope. Was, yeah, thanks. I was on the last one, so yeah, it's really cool. But then there was no game. <laughs> yeah, the last two I've done have been no game. It's like, oh, you're joking, man. Tuesday <laughs> night was for Man City, Thursday for Brighton, both cancelled. Crazy. Dodged the bullet with a Man City one, I thought. You would have been holding, uh, uh, yeah, holding some licks there. Um, so we usually get our guests to sum up um, either the weekend's game in three words or, in this case, the season in three words. So, Dan, Arsenal fan. Yeah, man, I'm going to go for the three Fs. Funny, farcical and frustrating. Mm. I Ooh. think for me it's been a, a very strange season in terms of the VAR, in terms of the rules, in terms of the refs. And of course, now this uh, COVID-19 has completely messed it up. So mm. I don't think uh, anybody knows what's happening. It's all a bit up in the air at the moment, do you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? It's like there's been no football this weekend and men and women, obviously, are like at a loss and having to sort of spend quality time with their families, <laughs> with their missus. Do some research, someone housework. Was, <laughs> someone was like, oh, it's forced me to talk to the missus. I found out that she lost the job at Woolworths. That's it. I see yeah, that. I see that. That's quality, man. Oh, well, I, yeah, I, I went out drinking, so uh, I had to drown my sorrows. So a free FCA. It's not been a good start for Arsenal. Um, we're going to kick start on last weekend's results, then go into Champions League midweek and then general news. Um, start with the Liverpool... Uh, Liverpool 2-1, Bournemouth, Salah and Mane doing it again. Always, always. You could never allow Firmino to score. You know he hasn't scored at home for like a year in the Prem. Which mm. is mental. Considering how many games they've, like, they've lost two games both away. They've been unbeaten. Your number nine, I know he doesn't play as a former number nine, but your number nine hasn't scored at home. But he, do, nice. he does so much, though. He does so much more. I mean, he scored in the in the midweek game, which we'll talk about in more detail shortly. Mm. But he does so much. He links up play. And then your other alternative is playing Origi. But he's usually out wide. So I, I think if there was more of a um, more competition at position, might force I, I hear turns. you, but they've been unbeaten. They've won every single home game. And your striker hasn't scored. That's poor. 
And it's not like they don't create lots and lots of chances. They're constantly creating chances. I, th- I, th- I think that's poor personally. I, I'm with Ash, man. I think if you look at what Timo Werner's doing and the links he's got with Leipzig mm. at the moment, I think that that could be an option for them. And mm. I'm not, listen, I'm a fan of Firmino. I think what he brings to the, to the mm. table for Mane and Salah, they wouldn't score half as many goals without him. I agreed. But if you've got a number nine, and that, I couldn't believe it the other night when he scored, and they said this is his first one at Anfield. I thought you were mm. joking. What all season? Yeah. It was written What's for him to score in that game, though, Definitely. wasn't it? Um, but yeah, Liverpool just, just cracking on and they'll be winning the league sooner rather than later. <laughs> or if, if at they? All, they might have to get the trophy posted to them or... An asterisk, man. Like yeah, yeah, listen, if you can get an, astri- an asterisk next to Liverpool's um, title, then There's everyone's a, happy. Someone made like a FIFA meme of like... Yeah, I see that, a glitch man. where they're <laughs> celebrating with no trophy. <laughs> I love that. Oh, cracking on. Um, next game, and you was at this game, Dan, I believe, the Arsenal-West Ham game. Yes, I was. Um, yeah. Shocking game. Mm, what was yeah. the atmosphere like at the stadium? Because West Ham were, you know, if they'd had their shooting boots on, it could have been 4-1 to them. Well, I think that's it. I'm obviously we're supposed to be playing Man City afterwards and I think everybody was saying if Antonio was Aguero, it'd be a different story. And that would have been two or three goals, you know, to, to the good. And I think that, you know, for me, there was some standout performers. I thought Leno was consistent again and kept us in the game. And I think he's been getting a lot of stick of late. Um, Saka was class again. Mm. I'm being really impressed with the consistency this young lad's showing now. And I think he's really cementing his position in the team. And I was a massive fan of Danny Ceballos in terms of how deep he was coming from midfield. I thought he had a really good game and was probably my man in the match. So, um, again, I finally assist for Ozil and a goal for Lacazette. So... Yeah, that man, it was, I'll take the three points, but the performance weren't great. Yeah, I feel Leno's games have been more consistent now. His shot stopping's always been on point. I think fans are obviously a bit wary with his distribution, uh, which in the modern day you've got you've got to talk about as a keeper, and he's a bit rash. Once he sort of gets gets working on that, it'll be his stock will rise even more. But he's he's always been there for us. Um, Saka, great maturity for a young man playing out of position, arguably. Um, even his defending, you know he. He challenges for balls. He does put a foot in. He's been caught out of position a few times for his naivety of his positioning, but that's you know, his age. And then um, Sabayas, who offers that balance that what Ramsey maybe adds in centre mids mm. and just helping the, helping the team. Yeah, um, good. I think I think the Leno thing is a bit unfair because I think if I think about our player of the season, it's either going to be him or Aubameyang. Mm. Like I know Saka's done well when we had the spell with Martinelli, but across the season, it's going to be either Aubameyang or, or Leno. And I think, I think that I Leno was 26 million and Kepa was 75. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you look at what Saka's doing in terms of his assists with, with Trent Alexander-Arnold, I think he's got 12. Yeah. Saka's now got 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And he's got a great cross on him, isn't he? Yeah, he's great cross. Yeah, great, great, cross great crossing ability. And I, and I think with Ceballos, he's kind of the engine of Ramsey and the kind of technical ability of Santi Cazorla. Mm. If you mix that together, that's, yeah. that looks that's looking good in midfield. Do you think he'll stay on? Do you think we'll get him permanently? Or? I'm, I'm not, not sure. so sure, you know, because mm. I'm not so sure what Arteta wants to do with this midfield. But I think that Depending on price, if he's going to be sort of 40 or 50, I'll probably say we won't get him. If we can do some kind of deal, then potentially. But I, I wouldn't be against keeping him. I quite mm. like that. Yeah, I like him. I like mm, him. Yeah. And he keeps it. And then um, nice Ozil assist. About um, time. About yeah. time. I mean, for, for, for me, I've been struggling to actually justify his place in the team. Um, I said it on Dan's yeah, podcast. Likewise. Yeah, I think I'd rather look, put someone else in there. However, you know what? Um, he's done that. If he goes on to get lots of assists now, great. But I think he'll be moving on in the summer, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, get rid of that wage bill. Okay, moving on. Palace. Um, he's expensive though, isn't he? Oh, he's that's like, ridiculous yeah. amount. Um, Palace, this grinding it out. Uh, Roy Hodgson, mm. what is he, 90 odds? 90 odds? <laughs> he wants to be careful. He don't catch the corona because <laughs> he'll, be, uh, <laughs> he'll be a... Although, although, although the Palace, uh, Palace defence will probably 
keep Corona at bay. <laughs> Look after more, more, cl- more clean sheets than a, someone stockpiling at Tesco's. Um, Palace is finding a will to, a way to win, cracking on. Um, and another team just cracking on, Sheffield United. These sort of 1-0 board draws. Uh, sorry, 1-0 board draws, big pardon. Tell I'm hungover. These 1-0 results. Anything on those two teams? Their keeper, um, the Palace game is what it is. But their keeper, <laughs> Henderson, has been so good. And I think we're getting to a position where if he was to go back to United, there could actually be a genuine rival for David De Gea's shirt, which we haven't seen for a long time. Like he's, he wants to be England number one. He's good enough um, to maybe like be in the mix. And I think he's done so well this season. I think he's really going to give David De Gea um, a bit of a headache. Man, I, I'd agree with that. And I think that the England number one jersey is definitely up for grabs there oh, with, definitely. with Jordan definitely. Pickford. Mm. Obviously, Nick Pope's been very consistent mm-hmm. this season as well. So Henderson's right up there for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's nice to have mm. some competition in those positions. I don't think Pickford should... I mean, he will get the nod, but mm. only because of the way he sort of distribution and kicks, but he's got too many mistakes in him. And I think give it to Pope or yeah. Henderson. So either a good shout. Um, Newcastle, Jammy away win. St. Maximus, Maximum, is it? Or? Yeah, St. Maximum scored, but then also um, the Southampton player got sent off. I can't remember his name. The, 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 I can't say it. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> got, he got sent off, which deser- deservedly so. Um, the keeper saved the penalty. And then they just eventually like got something towards the end of the game. So mm. they, they like they needed that. I don't think they'd won in a little while. So Newcastle having yeah. one of the best seasons under Steve Bruce. I mean, yeah, he got points wise, slated for coming in, and I know some Newcastle fans aren't happy, but yeah, they're in the quarterfinal. They're doing really well, mm. getting these uh, getting these results. So yeah, well done to the Geordies. Keep going as we fly through Wolves. Everyone has this surprise now. Fantasy football talk. We won't dwell on it too much, but... Well done for your 91. No, no, can, so I no, wasn't let, even no, fishing. I no, hold on. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to put it on record. Congratulations for an amazing week. 91 points without many double game week players. Light work. Big up to, big up to English. <laughs> um, Piss me off though. But yeah, everyone was <laughs> expecting Jimenez yeah. and Jota to go like mad Brighton, you know, against Brighton. But nil-nil, that was a funny one. Mm. And then with Arsenal away to Brighton, meant to be this weekend, that could have been another game that provo- uh, provided sticky for Brighton. Yeah. But relega- relegated, you reckon? Or? I don't know, man. I think Graham, Graham Potter has done a, literally a great mm. job at Brighton, in my opinion. I know we saw him a little bit at Ostersons, and then obviously he was at Swansea, we saw a style of football, and he's brought that to Brighton. I hope they mm. do stay up, to be fair. They're... Um for me, they're, they're very much borderline because I think if Watford keep keep that momentum going from the the Liverpool game, um, West Ham are there as well. It's really sticky down there, like really sticky. I think the, the games against each other are going to be the going to be the telling ones, mm. definitely. In, interesting to see what happens. And then Spurs with the worst luck, although probably none of us care, but still funny. Mm. Uh, and then against the Burnley team, you know that was I think we all had Burnley down to win that, so. No, I would have put down a draw, maybe. Like, it's really weird that Spurs, they don't score much. They're there for the taking. I, I do agree with that, but it's just this weird. They've got this this knack of just somehow getting something from a game. Mourinho, innit? Yeah. Um, then the big game's over the weekend. Yeah. You could say Chever- uh, Cheverton, that's Chelsea and Everton. That's a mix. That's like a hybrid. <laughs> I like that, I like I'm that. still pissed, I think. I'm still you drunk. Are, you I'm are waved. I'm going to get subbed off after 35 minutes. It's like he's having a shocker. You're going to throw up and then come back on and score a worldie. Nick <laughs> <laughs> to the toilet like a bammy ending. <laughs> oh, that's a new team, Cheverton. I like that. I'm going to stick that one. Um, Ross Bartley, obviously, with a point to prove. Mm. And... 
being used at the right time, absolutely exploding, beating Everton 4-0. A few of them did though. Pedro came on and scored. Giroud's well. done yeah. it again. Mount scored for the first time in a while. And the young lad, this young Scottish lad, Billy oh, Gilmore. Gilmore. Oh, yeah, Ooh, he looks a player. Great man of the match in two games. Do you know what? The last time I see someone burst on the scene like that it was Jack, Jack Wilshere for us. Mm. And if this kid can stay fit, I think mm. they've got a hell of a player there because obviously they've got Mason Mount. And Chelsea impressed me this season mm. massively. I had them down as kind of the position that we're in now. Do you know what I mean? If you would have swapped around places, I wouldn't have said that was mm. unrealistic. But Chelsea have really impressed me. I think Lampard's done a great job there. He has mm. done a great job. And they've got some ageing players who will go out, the, go out the door in the summer. But then they've got the young players, Abraham, once he gets fit and he'll be, he'll be back. Um, they're going to get rid of Kepa. He's falling out. So mm. they've got a few positions to fill. But no, really well done, Chelsea. And... Fat Frank Lampard. Um, United City, the Manchester derby. Bruno Fernandes. Mate, United. Bruno. <laughs> no, um, that's really interesting for me. So when they went into the game, obviously they've played each other three times already this season. Um, City beat them at Old Trafford in the Carling Cup, Carabao Cup, sorry. But the other two games, United have actually won. So I still expected City to win that game. But again, it's Pep. He's kind of changed things up around again. Didn't play Mares. Jesus was on the bench. Sterling's been struggling for form. Played Foden wide. Played Foden kind of wide right when he, KDB wasn't there. There's just so many things that he keeps doing. He keeps making these changes, and I just think he tink, he's tinkering too much. He's trying to be. He's trying to be too smart. This is your theory, isn't it? it he's is. sort of overthinking things and trying to be too smart. So. I think so. The, th the thing with me with Pep is he's such a great football in mind that sometimes he kind of wants to prove it again and again and again. You don't need to. Like, we've we, we, we got that. We know, you've, you know, we know how good you are. Just keep it very simple. And that's how you beat United. I think for me, like looking at this as an Arsenal fan, I think when you got the Chelsea, Everton, and Man United, Man City, you, mm. I was kind of thinking that hopefully there's some points dropped. It's kind of the worst result for us mm. that weekend in terms of Arsenal. But for me with Pep Guardiola, he kind of. People say he doesn't have a plan B. That's because he makes plan A better. Mm. That's what he does. He has plan A, and if it don't work, he makes plan A better. Mm. At the moment, I'm with Ash. I think there's a lot of tinkering going around. I'm a bit confused by it, but maybe he's just seeing it as, I've mm. lost the league. Mm. Let's see what I can do with some of this team and experiment a bit. Mm. Um, just touching on Man United lastly, Bruno Fernandes. I mean, yeah. that just proves what one signing can do to your team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? All of a sudden, Pogba might now be looking and thinking, oh, okay, let's see if I can play with this guy because he looks like top draw. I mean, that the goal for Martial, I know it was a, a you know, maybe the keeper should do a bit better, but for me, Unbelievable footballing brain to flick mm. that over the top for him in a free kick. Yeah. That I thought that was quality from Bruno Fernandes. So I'm a massive fan of him. To yeah. be fair, I think if you have, say, someone sitting and you play Pogba next to him, so he plays a role piece for France, and then you've got, like, say, Bruno to actually be the person who links, you've actually got a really balanced midfield. I agree. So, yeah, I think if, if Pogba was to stay, they'd really complement each other. Yeah, I think some credit's got to go to Solskjaer. He's got Fred playing, he's got McTominay's come on, yeah. scored a great goal uh, after coming back from injury. And no Rashford as well. Sorry. I know Rashford and Martial with the black gloves. I keep mm. telling you, man. <laughs> I got the thing, Martial with the black gloves. And skin, man. again, doing it in the fantasy football for me and other people. Um, and also just touching on what you said about the worst results for Arsenal. Also facing City after coming off the back of a, a loss. Not, wouldn't look good for us. Wouldn't look good. Mm. So we shall see. And in the last game of the previous weekend games played was Leicester City. For Aston Villa nil, Harvey Barnes, if you had him, you're lucky. And then 
oh, if I did, oh yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. go. I, I won't go. Right. You this is the podcast of me gloating about our good night, joking. Hold on, so you've gone from fishing to like backslapping now. Cool. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I'm diving in the pool with a with a with a uh, knife in my mouth like Crocodile Dundee. Uh, and then Vardy coming off the bench. So, you yeah. know, Ian actually not doing it. Albrighton doing well. Mm. Um, gets his old team, I believe. Yeah. And then Villa looking like pff, relegation. Yeah. It's on the cards. Right. Really. Moving on, moving on. Champions League, the business end. Uh, Leipzig slapping up Tottenham 3-0, 4-0 in aggregate. Easy. Easy for them. Easy. I think... Played as, off the park. As soon as they lost the first leg, I, I, it was a wrap for them. There was nothing that they could do out there. Should have been more as well. Yeah, the they got the early goals. Um, yeah. It, I don't think there's much really say on that one. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Nagelsmann as a manager, yeah. though, man. That was who I wanted. So if you said to me you can have any manager you want at the moment, I wanted a young coach. Um, and I wanted Ten Hag or, or uh, Nagelsmann. Okay. What I'm seeing at the moment is like Klopp football. That's mm. how good I rate this guy. And he's got some players that really do suit his style. I would happily take Werner. I'd happily take Upamakano. Uh, the other setup they got as well is decent. So yeah, I'm a mm. huge fan of this guy. I think he's got potentially what could be a great, great manager. Should be interesting to see if they get in the next round and then hopefully push on. Because there's always, you know, I think Dortmund people had down as this year's Ajax, but they've obviously come a cropper against PSG, which we can touch on. The match played behind closed doors. Mm. Um, and then, great goal by Neymar. Yeah. Uh, and then do you see their celebration in the change room? <laughs> yeah, they were active. Yeah. <laughs> they were active. Um, Bit of banter? Yeah, yeah, no, it's good stuff. I, I'm a, I, I like PSG and because of their players. Like, I'm a huge, huge Neymar fan. So seeing him doing well in the Champions League is, is good because the last couple of years, he's kind of like left the competition in like acrimony and I want him to just kind of like play and, and be up there playing in the big game. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, who have you guys got tipped to win the Champions League if it actually happens? I mean, we'll touch on this in a, in a moment, but... I'm going to go for... Do you know what? Tough one, isn't it? Just yeah, sprung it on you. It is a tough one. I had Bayern. Mm. Thought Juve or Bayern. You're not, you're not feeling it? I had, I had City down. Because I yeah. thought, especially with the league gone, if Laporte was fit, and now with the potential break, they, had, they have a bit more time. And I do think, as much as they haven't shown the, the calibre beforehand, PSG have got so many good players. Like, on any day, they can absolutely batter a team. So I think, like, See, I had, I had Liverpool down. Mm. Uh, now that's changed. The thing is with Atletico Madrid is they don't tend to do it. They mm. tend to get far and far and far and still fail. But mm. I believe I'd probably go with Ash and go for City now just because they have to win it. The fans want it. Pep mm. wants it. The players must want it. Sword they know nothing. the league's done. So Sword or nothing. Interesting. Is, I think yeah. Bayern would beat him. I think Juve could beat him. I don't think City... If, if City last season, yeah, definitely. This season they seem a bit not as fluid. I mean, Laporte's massive. Mm. So I was going to go Juve when you first up, but the reason I hold back for that is sorry. I don't know. There's something about that, yeah. that man. It's just his style was a bit strange. I know it kind of win game. And he actually had a good season last season mm. at Chelsea. You know, people forget that. If we would have loved that season mm. to win the Europa League comfort. So fair enough. But yeah, I don't know about it. It's just yeah. a bit of a strange. Science telling me Juventus won't do it. Yeah, that sorry ball is uh, interesting. <laughs> I'm reading uh, Inverting the Pyramid at the minute. Just the history on football tactics. Oh, the jo Jonathan Wilson book. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Really yeah. good. It's early doors, but I'm sure that's in there somewhere. Um, quick word on At Atalanta: like four goals at home, four goals away. They won eight four on aggregate um, against Valencia. They're gonna give any any team they come up against. They're gonna give them a really good game. Like they they're a bit like that dream story of 
I think when Porto won it, or there's always one team in the Champions yeah. League that goes really far. Mm. It looks like it's going like to be the that. Ajax, yeah. yeah. And then Liverpool, like the biggest shock, um, going out, but you know, losing at home, and just you know, just the mare from the keeper, and just yeah. they had so many chances. I think it was more issues with the strikers and the attacking players. They they could have put the game out of sight. Um, they never seem as secure when Allison's not there. Like he's 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 big for them. If you look at what they've done in the last two seasons, they paid 65 million for him. And actually they got a lot closer to City. They've obviously run away with the league and they won a Champions League based off of the goalkeeper because the year before Carrius kind of threw it in yeah. when they were in the final. So I think them, them not having him, he, he's a big factor for them that maybe doesn't always kind of get pushed. Man, if you look at, you look at who's, who's got won the league, who's won the Champions Leagues, goalkeeper is one of the most important positions. Mm. Name me a bad goalkeeper that's won the Premier League. I can't think of one. Do you know what I mean? I can't think of any team that got away with it. Even when, you know, Blackburn had Tim Flowers, Leicester had um, Kasper Schmeichel, uh, and you look at Peter Schmeichel, David Seaman, Van der Sar, all these great goalkeepers. Yeah. Liverpool are no different. Karius, Mignolet, now Adrian, they're all mm. messing up for him. Just proves out to show how, 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 goes to show how, how important it is to have Alisson in goal. No, I hear you. I, yeah. I'm with you. And what he does, you know, with the, with the back four, sort of calms him down and the whole team and he, he commands, commands the box well. I just feel if they'd have scored, they could have put four past them that game and that would have been out of sight. Yeah. And, you know, Atletico doing it again. Um, he was saying, Klopp was saying he doesn't understand how they play football, how they win games. He just doesn't get it. And um, Simeone was saying, well, he just played to win. That's it. There's no, it doesn't matter. You win ugly, you do shit house or whatever. Win yeah. by any means. Which yeah. a lot of teams... <clears throat> can't do, you can't win ugly and you, and you need to win ugly. Um, any last words about the Champions League roundup before we move on to general news? No, nah, I just I hope we get to um, complete the competition, man. Yeah, likewise, mm. man, likewise. And just to, just to touch quickly on Simeone, because I'm obviously a, was a big fan. When Arsene Wenger was leaving, I wanted Simeone. Everyone was saying about oh, it's just uh, not the Arsenal way, it's ugly, winning ugly. Man, we used to win ugly when I started supporting Arsenal under George Graham, George and I was Graham more days, than happy yeah. with that. So, mm. yeah, I'm a huge fan of Simeone. Great structure, great structure. Right, in general news. Um, Premier League Hall of Fame. Mm. I don't know, really know too much about this. I'm looking at you. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, we've got the NBA Hall of Fame. That's kind of there. So they're going to look to induct two members into the Hall of Fame to start off. And then they're going to be putting some names in there as well. Yeah. So when I thought of the, the, players the players or managers or anyone players, players to start with. So the two that I think they're going to go with first is probably Shearer, top goal scorer and Ryan Giggs. They'd be the two that I think they'd, they'd lead with. Um, I can't think of anyone else who, who's See, uh, above yeah. those two. Giggs, There's 100%. Giggs, 100%. Mm. I went for Thierry Henry, but yeah, Alan yeah. Shearer scored more goals. But I think Thierry Henry, because of what he won, um, how good he was in that team yeah. at that time. I, went I definitely him. think he's going to get there. I just think if they're going to induct two to start with, I think the two players who probably define the Premier League will be the top goal scorer and will be the kind of... Most the decorated, yeah. Most decorated, most appearances. Um, but yeah, the likes of, I think... You'll see like John Terry in there. You'll see like Thierry Henry. Um, there's Paul so Scholes. many players. Skulls will get Ricky, in there. Yeah. Gerard. I, I, I expect certain names to kind of be coming up. But I do think it's a, it's a bit of a, a topic for discussion because someone like Gerard has never actually won a league. Exactly. But actually, he's still been seen as one of the elite players in the league. So how quickly should he be entered into something like the Hall of Fame versus maybe some people who are not necessarily as good as him? But like you said, medals or structure and stuff like mm. that kind of helps. But he carried, he carried a team, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was the best player. I mean, he did other things, FA Cup. Mm. He won them, the, well, got the mm. last minute Champions League. Goal West Ham and then Champions League. Um, 
So I mean, it depends as well because if you look at what people win, does that make you a great player? Because nah. who's better? Who's better? Jimmy Traore or Dennis Burkamp? Of course, one of them's won the Champions League. One, one of them hasn't. hasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Depends it's how you look at comparison. Tell <laughs> yeah. so you what, let's put Dennis Burkamp left back and see how he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in, no, I, I see what you're saying. You know but, what I mean? No. But uh, no, I completely agree with have you. Have you read his book? Burkamp's yeah. book. Oh, I yeah. Have, yeah. Stillness yeah, yeah. of Speed. Amazing. But just going back to that point of what's the criteria that it's measured on? I'd like to know that to be very, very clearly stated because, like you said, if we're just pushing awards, it's going to be one thing. But then personal awards, things like team of the season or mm. like player of the month, like Gerard will have a lot more than those and he has like medals. So, so yeah. Interesting. Open mm. for debate. Let us know at Podcast Play On. Um, we're going to jump. I just jumped around a bit, but just looking mm. at the picture, one player who definitely get into the Premier League Hall of Fame if he played in the Premier League, yeah. but he, he never did, unfortunately, was Ronaldinho was arrested uh, having a fake passport, yeah. fake papers in, in Paraguay, and then he's now playing in prison. I don't know if you've read this or seen <laughs> this, guys. That is brilliant story. And his, his yeah. team were, were playing for, like, uh, a pig, or to eat a pig, and um, he absolutely bossed it, bossed mm. it in prison. Imagine imagine turning up and you having to play one of the greatest of all time. But imagine, like, not knowing. So, like, yeah, we've got this this massive rivalry in the, in, in the prison and, and you kind of go through it and they're like, oh, we've got another player. <laughs> this guy fancies himself as a baller. Oh, mm. Ronaldinho, yeah. what? <laughs> you've got all these hardened criminals, all these lifers and everyone, <laughs> and then you've got this guy who's like the happiest guy in the world. And the score was 11-2. Yeah, and you've got like six six goals or seven goals and assists. And yeah, he scored five goals and got the six assists. He won some, so, some giant pig, so it was, you know, the goat <laughs> playing for the pig. Come on. There's a Royce Five Nine lyric. He goes, oh, you, "They say you you are what you eat, but I've never eaten goat." <laughs> <laughs> Greatest like of all that. time. Big up, yeah. Big up. Hope, hope he gets out. Hope he gets self sorted. Um, I think he's in there with his brother or, or something like that. So interesting story. Moving on, some sad news. Uh, the case with Emiliano Sala. Mm. Do you want to touch on that? Yeah. So um, more kind of findings are coming out. What? It's one of those stories that every single time something's released, it just seems to get kind of worse and worse yeah. and worse. So now they're saying that their pilot wasn't licensed to kind of fly um, at that time. And even with that kind of um, that kind of aircraft, he didn't have the required licenses to even make um, the trip at that time. Because um, I think he didn't have night, night, night training. Um, and obviously with the conditions and the plane being, being what they were, it's just it's so kind of horrific to hear that this talent, someone who's potentially could have done so much in the premiership, could have kind of completely changed his life. I mean, he was doing well anyway, but could have in enhanced his life, has been taken because some people wanted to get him over on, a, on, on the cheap. It's really, really disheartening. Really disheartening. Sad news, sad mm. news. Yeah. Um, so thoughts and prayers. And then, you know, and everyone sort of yeah. has lost anyone to flying. Um, we've gone this far without touching on the coronavirus, talking You've about well. it. Um, <laughs> we did very well, actually. I thought it was going to dominate the discussion. Uh, just make sure everyone just washes their hands <laughs> oh, <spots off. laughs> or wrap themselves up in all the toilet paper that people have been taking. Jesus. Oh, wankers. Just, please, j like, just, take a, just take some. Leave some for other people because it's just it's ridiculous. I went to Sainsbury's yesterday and the whole aisle, just you can't see anything. Crazy, isn't it? It's just not. It's like the Tottenham it. Trophy room, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you must have read my mind because we I was going to make the, uh, the cross-field pass. This is a damn big up, man, because Dyer... Jumping in the crowd, <laughs> having it out with uh, Spurs fans. Um, was he right to to get involved? It's a hard one, this, isn't it, man? This is a real 50-50 one. 
I am so with him in terms of if the story is true about the rumours about his brother getting attacked. Because I'd probably be a fool if I'd say I wouldn't do that. Mm. I would. I would. I protect my own. I protect my family. Of course, family. You would, yeah. Mm. But running into the crowd as a footballer, I don't know. It's so tough in it, and um, I think that he'll probably get the book thrown at him. But whether he will or not, I don't know. It's, well, he, um, he, pl- he played the next game. I yeah. don't think. See, and Spurs. I, I don't know how much they do t- for their players who have been misbehaving because the Larice drink driving, the yeah. Ali. Um, racist comments online mm. now dire maybe they do it behind closed doors and we're not mm. uh, we don't witness it or see it but I don't know but also the band don't you think the bands are crazy like you look <coughs> at Daniel Sturridge or what he's got with his bet and stuff now mm. and it seems extreme when the lead goalkeeper is racist and gets a couple mm. of games banned you think what's yeah. going on hey, with these these okay. bands these don't make sense doesn't to make me sense. and even on, and even on the kind of the, the point about dire what we always say on this podcast is they're humans first so if you saw your brother like being yep. offered out and something's going on naturally you go out there and kind of like fight like just go into flight mode like you're just going to go for it so the fact that he's gone into the crowd yeah you could say he shouldn't but it's a natural reaction as a human to go and defend what's yours it could so, have been a lot worse. I mean, like, yeah. he could have got punched up or he could have been swinging or anything mm. could have happened. Everyone's had a drink mm. or they were frustrated that they lost yeah. um, to Norwich in the FA Cup. So don't don't condone it, but we mm. understand him wanting to back yeah. his brother. Um, another Spurs player, Tottenham player, that was on a bit of uh, issues at the minute was Vertonghen. I don't know if you read this about his missus and family getting held up at knife yeah. point during the Champions League game. Um, I mean, jokes aside about, you know, Tottenham or you mm. know they couldn't take anything because he ain't won nothing there's nothing there but uh, just got to be careful <laughs> yeah you, you, you want you want everyone to be okay that's and I think that even goes on to the whole corona stuff as well you want everyone to be safe you want everyone to be kind of cool you want everyone to kind of get through this we want our football back as well because this is this is hard work <laughs> like weekends with no football that's it excessive drinking in yeah. the day I can't do it anymore man <laughs> I was even going to look at Cheltenham and I thought I ain't got a clue <laughs> about racing so I'll save my money um, <laughs> um, what do you think about the clubs who have actually said that the, cl- the league should be cancelled so I think West Ham and Tottenham are the two clubs that have said yeah just scrap the league and keep it moving what do you guys think of that um, personally no I think you've got to see things through I'm one of them person I can't leave mm. a job half done so I'd like to if they postpone it and then even if they try and fit some games at different times in the evening you know try and work around it mm. and obviously give people a bit of a break before the major tournaments but how many more games is it 10 about 10, yeah. 10, yeah, 9, nine, yeah, nine, nine 10. You can do a couple games in a week and Two keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. So I'd really like to see it through, not just from a, a selfish point of view of having football, mm. but also just to give closure to a, a mad season. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know what you think about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I'm with Ben 100%, man. I've, you've got to get it done. And if that means cancelling the Euros, cancel the Euros, mm. get the league done, and then we can move on. Because at the end of the day, what happens? What happens to the teams that want to go up? What happens to the relegated teams? What happens to playoffs? It's too much to, to yeah. mess about with, man. And obviously, there's going to be a lot of scousers that are going to be very, very upset uh, if that doesn't happen. And let's be honest, as Bad much thing. as it'd be funny, they, they, des- <laughs> yeah, just they deserve question. it, man. They deserve <laughs> it, man. The well, they just, if they do cancel it, they just give everyone one point as a draw but mm. I mean I don't know so, something needs to give um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out um, we start to wrap this up 
big shout out to Cal doing the always, audio. Always. Um, Dan, we appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, boys, thank you very much for having me. I've loved it. Cheers. Normally yeah. we do like handshakes, but we kind of can't. Elbow. No, you can Elbows, you can shake it? people's hands. Some people are getting Elbows bloody stupid. Touching. You can no, shake hands and just wash your hands. Everyone knows this. Everyone's doing these mad skanks using their elbows and their feet and Coronavirus. Have you heard that like Latin American like tune about? I think Sizzler did one like a dancehall song as well. Oh, man. I know Genesis Elijah did a freestyle about it. Uh, people that are listening to us on their commute to work, obviously, wash your hands, stay vigilant, yeah. be nice to each other. Um, Dan, where can we check out your videos and, and support you again just one last time? Yeah, cheers, boys. Uh, at Dan Arsenal 87, at Same Old AFC. If you go onto the Same Old Arsenal podcast, you can look at the podcast on Monday nights on YouTube or on Thursdays or Wednesdays. I do a POTS preview through Same Old Arsenal on that platform. So cheers, boys. Wiki, no, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Ash? Love as always, man. Thank you. Appreciate you all. Uh, at Podcast Play On, at Beer at Bants. I've been Ben. And take care. Peace. <laughs> Peace.